So as Brad mentioned, I'm Timothy Keen. I am a high school student who is homeschooled. I'm going to graduate high school with my associate's degree in college. And that's just a short introduction. I live in a family of four. I have a younger sister. Her name's Katrina. She's in tribe right now. And tonight, and it's fitting that Eli actually mentioned this earlier, talking about temptation. And, but I wanted to get to know what you guys thought of temptation. So I just want three, sh three four shout-outs. What do you think temptation is? There should be a slide asking that question, too. And if I need to stand up here for five minutes, I'll stand up here and wait. I'm, uh, I, I'm cool. <laughs> Don't be shy. What was that? Giving into sin, okay. So that's one. Greed, okay. It's two. One more. Stealing, okay. So temptation is simply this. A tool that the devil uses to lead God's children away from God. That's all temptation is. Now, there are different forms of temptation, and there are many forms of temptation. Stealing, greed, money, lust, perverted thoughts. We can go on. But all it is, right there. So all it is is just a tool the devil used to lead us away. So Corinthians 10, 12 through 15. So if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear, but when tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Therefore, my dear friends, free from idolatry, and I speak to sensible people, judge for yourselves what I say. But uh, verse 12, so if you think you're standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. Warning, very bold. And I know that this is true since five or six years ago. I thought, I'm a Christian. I love God. I don't need to guard my thoughts. And so I've been on this journey of five, six years of having to guard my thoughts every single night. And it's falling, getting up, falling, getting up. And just, it, it's hard. But what if I said that tem being tempted itself wasn't a bad thing? We know that temptation is bad, but is getting tempted bad? And actually, no, it's not. Getting tempted actually means a good thing. Because think about it this way. So, for instance, there's this guy that's, you know, making a whole mess and accidentally burned a car, you know, just a bunch of other stuff. Devil looks and he's like, you're doing good. Keep it up. You know, I, I, I don't need to worry about you. And, and, then he, and then the devil looks this way. And he sees that man. And he's like, that man of God poses a threat to my kingdom on this earth. I am going to tempt him to lead him away from God. So that means that if we are being tempted, we're doing something good. So, and now if there's, if you guys have a question, I want you guys to act. Because this is not me talking to you. I want this to be a two-way conversation. And that means you guys need to be talking. So if you ever have a question, if you could turn these lights down so I could see a little bit better. Please. Thank you. Okay, there we go. So yeah, if any of you have a question, just raise your hand and... I really want this to be a two-way conversation. But so temptation isn't a bad thing. It, being tempted is a thing. So moving on to verse 13 of 1 Corinthians 10. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, also provide a way out. So that means, one, God is with us when we're tempted. Two, he provides a way out. But three, we have to take it. You know, just kind of like parents say, supper's done. 
okay, supper's made, but you have to go, you have to eat it. It's the same thing with God and temptation. We're being tempted, God is there. He opens the door for us to walk out, but we have to choose to walk out ourselves. And then 1 Timothy 6.11. And Paul is speaking to Timothy. But you, man of God, flee from this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Sounds easy. Task itself is hard. Fortunately for us, however, we have the wonderful, everlasting patience, love, and grace that God has given us. So we need to free from temptation, we need to flee from sin, and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, gentleness, etc. So as I mentioned earlier, there are many forms of temptation itself. But what will Satan tempt us with? And you know what? That's the thing. If, if we knew, it wouldn't be temptation. But there are many different forms. And in fact, he can tempt one person with three different things at the same time. Uh, look at Jesus, for example. He was tempted three times, three different things, out in a desert. However, just the few of the main things he likes to tempt us with in general. So he likes to tempt us with lying, lust, stealing, gossip, you know, trying to make somebody look bad. And the best way that I've found that I can deal with this is, and this will sound like a church answer, but praying and reading the Bible. But no, it actually does help. And in fact, James 4, 7 says to submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and free from you. So, if we su so Satan's tempting us. We submit ourselves to God. Satan flees from us. Now, I've done this many times, and the devil, the devil has not fleeing from me. Does that mean that that verse is not true? No. Again, if we go back to Jesus, Satan tempted him three different times while he was alone in the desert. But he resisted the devil, he submitted himself to God, and eventually the devil flew from him. So just like God gives us that opportunity, we have to take it. So, 2 Peter 2.9, this is so, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to hold the unrighteous for punishment on the day of judgment. So, here, it's also talking that God will save us from our trials, and he knows how to rescue us. And so, again, there's that way out. We have to take it. Matthew 26.41, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation, for the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. You know, Jonah, he was told Nineveh. Instead, he went the exact opposite direction, got swallowed into bail, bail, got swallowed into the belly of a whale, and we know the story from there. Disciples in the garden were tempted to fall asleep. It was dark, it was nighttime, they were tired, they were supposed to pray, and you know, they thought they still had a lot of time with Jesus, and Jesus told them, like, pray that you won't fall into temptation. They were tempted to go to sleep. They, felt they, gave, they fell asleep. So we need to pray and we need to be on guard, just like it mentions in 1 Corinthians 12, sorry, 1 Corinthians 10, 12. So if you think you are staying firm, be on your guard. So many times we're tempted with the same thing. So for me, it's been my thoughts. And some might call it an addiction. Others call it struggle. But when we fall into temptation, we, we just don't call it sin. It, it, it is true. 
Do we call it sin when we continuously fall into temptation, or do we call it an addiction? I'm asking you guys. We disguise it. Thank you. So we disguise it. Now, is that healthy for us? No, it's not. So, but sin just has that bad sound to it. We don't want to say it because it makes us sound sick, unhealthy, dead. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. But isn't that exactly what it is when we are tempted, when we fall into it, when we keep falling into it? It's exactly what we're doing. We're sinning. We're in this perpetual struggle against, and here's what it is. We think it's us versus Satan. But again, God is right here with us. He gives us the open door. We aren't able to do it by ourselves. We need God's help. And so it shouldn't be us versus Satan. Um, if any of you listen to Mercy Me, they came out with a song, Greater, and th- they said it perfectly. You know, um, so they mentioned how if I lose the battle, it's okay because the word's already won. W- we are not fighting Satan. Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit have fought Satan. They have crushed Satan. They have demolished, obliterally destroyed Satan. So he's standing right next to us. We just have to accept his help. And it's not a me versus Satan. It's a God versus Satan. We're just standing on the winning side. So if we're going to get past this obstacle in our way, this temptation, this addiction, this sin, we need to be honest with ourselves. If we're not honest, we probably won't get past it. Because if we're not honest, we won't ask help from God. If we're not honest, we won't talk to others. We won't ask for prayer. But we need that. that. God made us social beings. We need to talk to each other. We need to pray for each other. We need to help each other out in our times of need. And... Anytime we fall into temptation, a- anytime we give into temptation, sin, not every time we're tempted. So, big difference there. And. Oh, that's awkward. So, but, yeah, so falling into temptation is the sin, not being tempted. And the biggest thing that has helped me these past three years when I've actually tried to start fighting it is talking to your youth group, asking for help, asking for prayer, telling your closest friends about it. Then I, then I moved on and I told my whole small group about it. Then I did the utterly terrifying, unthinkable thing of telling my parents about it. And my parents, uh, unlike what I was expecting, they weren't mad, they weren't sad, they weren't angry, I didn't get punished. They stood there. They were, they, they were that friend that you can go, you can cry on their shoulder. And I told them, and they've prayed for me, and they're still praying for me. But that's the thing. We need our accountability buddies. We need these people that we can talk to to help pull us out of what we've gotten ourselves into. Just like the saying, don't start what you can't finish. Well, we started something, we can't finish it. God has started it, and he's already finished it before we were born. We're on the winning side. So... Talk to that best friend of yours. Talk to God. Read the Bible. I, I can't tell you how much, actually, when writing this, how much stronger it seemed that I was tempted. And you know what? This isn't right. I didn't do it. It's slowly gotten weaker. And it's starting to go away. 
and I actually haven't struggled with it the past couple nights. But that's because I've prayed about it. I've talked to others. I've read the Bible. And that's honestly the biggest thing you can do to help prepare yourselves and get out of this. And if you're just like me and you think, I I'm doing fine, I'm guarding my thoughts, what about the words you say? Are you tempted to swear? What about the songs you listen to? I mean, it's, it can be anything. The video game, the movie, the people you hang out with, your thoughts, your words, your actions. Um, just anything. If you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. And just, you need those accountabilities. And honestly, I was expecting to see a few hands raised. Don't be shy. But anyhow, we need friends. We need people. Temptation is a part of life. And you know what? That's the point where it's, it's going to come. If you are a man or woman, if you are a child of God, you will suffer persecution, you will have hard times, and you will be tempted. I mean... And if you think those don't apply to you like I did at one point, look at Jesus. He was the son of God. He was whipped. He was spat on. He was tempted by Satan. Just, it, it, it will happen. As much as I don't want to say it, it will happen. You will be tempted. You will be scorned. You will be persecuted. I have been. I've mentioned God, and I've had people literally swear at face, and I found it funny. But it's just, it, it will happen. And that is the sad truth of the world that we live in. But, again, it, and it, when we do fall into temptation, when we do sin, the love, grace of God is still right by you. He's still willing to forgive you and cleanse you of your sins. 